Hey Seeker, welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum. We are now besties. Let's do this. Hey, welcome back to the show. My name is Talia Joy, and I'm a manifestation mentor obsessed with teaching you how to hack the law of attraction so that you can truly welcome in the miracles that you have been craving and create the dream that you see for yourself in your mind's eye. So in the podcast right now, we are making our way through the awakened manifestation method. So starting with episode five, we went over the six pillars of awakened manifestation and awakened manifestation is the way that I teach how this all works, how something goes from a desire into physical form. This is how I hack the law of attraction and really have you see the pillars in which you need to practice or nurture or be aware of, and also where you may be being blocked. This is a great way to see why you're feeling stuck and why you're not manifesting the things that you want to manifest. So this is really about unlocking and unpacking manifestation pillar by pillar. So in episode five, we went over exactly how to manifest, went over the six pillars in short form. In episode six, we dove into pillar one, which is how the law of attraction works. This is where you really understood and get to take in exactly how law of attraction works and how to avoid the traps that a lot of people fall into and just to understand the nuances and really get a solid foundation so you're clearly understanding how it works. It's like trying to drive a car without taking driving lessons or without understanding what driving is. It just, you could maybe do it a bit, but are you gonna get to where you wanna go? Probably not, right? So that is what episode six was all about, was pillar one, how the law of attraction works. Episode seven was pillar two, how to launch desire. So this is how to essentially ask for what you want, start the process of manifestation, and really launch those desires forward. The other part in that episode that we that we dove into is how to stop attracting the things that you don't want. So this is a really powerful episode. If you haven't listened to it already, make sure to go back to episode seven when we talk about launching desires. Episode eight was all about pillar three. Oh my goodness, girl. If you... (laughs) If you haven't listened to this one, go back. It's the one before this one, episode eight. And it's all about alignment. It's about the be, do, have model, which I taught you, and really dives into what awakening her is fundamentally about, what that means, how to get into alignment with your best self, with your best life, and truly collapse time in the quantum universe by stepping into that 
best version of yourself now. So I give you a lot of examples of how to do that. And I really know that it's going to be a super powerful episode for you. So make sure to go back and listen to that if you haven't already. And today we're talking about pillar four, which is your belief systems and clearing the blocks that are having you not manifest the things you want, making you feel like you're getting up and down results, like it's feeling really hard, like you're feeling stuck. And then in the next episode, we're going to be talking about pillar five, which is all about intuitive action and what intuitive action is and how to take action from a place of inspiration and intuition. So this is all about the physical things we're doing to manifest, but also where it's coming from. Was it planted from the universe? Are you being guided to do this thing? Or are you just doing it because you think you should? So I'm going to teach you how to tell if it's an inspired action that you're taking, or if it's one that is coming from a place of should, coming from a place of hustle, coming from um, anywhere else but intuition and inspiration. And I'm also going to teach you in the next episode to not take any action unless you're inspired. And I know that right there people go like, what? Are you seriously saying that I should not take any action towards my dreams? That sounds backwards and crazy. But if it's not coming from a place of intuition, intuition, if it's not coming from a place of inspiration, no, you're just supposed to chill and wait until the universe gives you the next step. So that's the next episode. It's so fun. And then episode 11 is going to be all about pillar six, which is the last pillar. And it's all about receiving. So this is about getting into the receiving mode, allowing the miracles to come forward, allowing the universe to physically to, to bring you what it is you want. It's the receiving part where it gets to come into your experience and materialize right before your very eyes. So this is really important because if we're not in the receiving mode, if we don't have you know, our receiving game on point, then we can be asking and we can be aligning and we can be doing things all day long. But if it's not coming, it's because our receiving energy is out of whack. So we're going to talk all about that too. So for today, we are talking about pillar four, our belief systems and clearing blocks. My intention for you today is to be able to identify and dismantle some of the blocks that are going on in your manifestation practice in your life, right? To be able to see what beliefs are getting in your way and to be able to clear those beliefs so that you can start manifesting new things. You can start experiencing different results now different results today. So that's my intention for you with this episode. And before I knew about this stuff, it seems crazy that there was a time I didn't even know that your beliefs create your reality um, because I've come so far now in the last you know decade. But when I was really suffering and really stuck, I had no idea that my beliefs created my reality. And my world looked a lot like hustle. That's the best word to describe it. I was doing so many things that you should do to achieve whatever goal it was, doing all the things, working really hard, feeling like I was never getting any results, feeling like I my progress was so slow and I don't really like slow progress. <laughs> I want it now. Um, so, and I'm working on that, right? Patience. But it felt so slow because I was believing things that were directly 
directly going against what I was doing, what I was praying for, and what I was trying to call in. So in one time in my life when I was trying to lose weight, but I was also believing I was fat. I was also believing that I couldn't do it, that weight loss came so much easier for everybody else and not for me. I even believe that if I look at cake, I'll gain weight. And I would tell people that. It was like this thing I was, I don't know, it was like I was proud of it or something. But I had all these beliefs that did not support what I was trying to do, what I was trying to create. And I had no idea that they were working against each other. So no wonder I wasn't experiencing results. Even when I was running or going to the gym for hours a day, restricting my food like crazy, cleansing, fasting, all the things, I still wasn't experiencing the type of results that I should be getting for someone doing that much work because I had no idea that my beliefs were directly blocking and contradicting what it was that I was calling in. And there was other areas of my life too, over time, of course, where my belief systems have gone against what I was trying to call in. It's happened, as I mentioned, with weight loss, it's happened with my business, it's happened with finances, it's happened with family members, with relationships I'm trying to heal, um, with you know calling in good friends or women friends, having community, feeling supported. There's been so many things that I've been trying to call in, but my belief system was going directly against it and holding it at bay. So if you're feeling like that, if you're feeling like there's something blocking you, if results are slow or all over the place, or you just feel um, like blocked for lack of better words, this is probably what's going on. And today's episode is totally for you. So I'm really glad that you're here. So your beliefs need to support your dream life. Your beliefs need to be on the same page as the things that you want. So what this looks like is if you're trying to call in more money, but you believe that wealthy people are selfish, that money is the root of all evil, that money's really hard to make, that the more money you make, someone's always gonna have a handout or the tax man or whatever. If you have these beliefs, they're blocking your ability to call in abundance. And if you're trying to call in health, but you believe that people like you don't get healthy or that no one in your family's healthy, so it's genetic, you can't be healthy. You can't lose weight because nobody in your family, you know, has been able to do it successfully. Or maybe you're wanting to call in a soulmate, but you believe that most men or women are cheaters or that, you know, you're unworthy of having a mate, that you're not good enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not smart enough. Those beliefs will directly go against what it is that you're trying to call in. So this is really where the work, if you could see me, I have quotes, where the work comes in. This is the majority of the work. And this is why it's in the middle of the six pillars is because your belief system is the catalyst to being able to actually manifest and welcome in new things. And I put it below the intuitive action, which is the next pillar, for a reason. Because as I said a few minutes ago, if you're doing things all day long, but your beliefs aren't aligned, you could be doing the most amazing things. You could be journaling, meditating, going on spiritual retreats, you could have a coach, you could be reading all the books, 
But if your belief systems aren't in check and you've got blocks that are blocking you, none of that stuff will make the difference to really catapult you into the next level. But what is gonna make the difference to catapult you into the next level is this work, is everything we're talking about today. It's looking at your belief systems, your limiting beliefs, and your blocks. So what is a limiting belief and what is a block? So a limiting belief is any belief that limits you. I know it sounds super obvious, but it's a belief that limits you. And this is where we start believing things like it's too hard, or I don't have enough, or I'm unsupported, or money is hard to make, or I'm too weak, there'll never be enough. There's also beliefs like, who am I to become wealthy? Who am I to be successful? I'm not cut out for this. I'll never be able to do this. I can't figure it out. I'm unlovable. I'm unworthy. I have no willpower, right? Those are very common beliefs that we hold that limit us. More common limiting beliefs are, I can't be my real self or I'll be judged, or I can't do this or I'll be judged, lose weight, you know, find a mate, have a successful business, make a million dollars, travel the world, quit my job. I can't do that or I'll be judged. I've had this so many times with clients that are wanting to start healing businesses or really take their healing business to the next level. I can't come out as a psychic or a card reader or a long distance Reiki healer. My family's gonna think I'm crazy, right? We have these beliefs like that that limit us. More limiting beliefs are I can't fall in love or I'll get my heart broken or I can't make money or you know I'll spend it or the tax man will want it. Another common limiting belief is I can't do this or this will happen. I can't fall in love or I'll get my heart broken. I can't make more money or everyone's going to want a handout. I can't go on this date because he's not going to want me anyways, or I'll be embarrassed or I'll just get rejected, right? I can't go live on Facebook because people are going to judge me. So there's a lot of beliefs that we often have is I can't do this or this is gonna happen. More common limiting beliefs are people hurt me or I can't trust elders, men, women, wealthy people, friends, anyone, right? I can't trust people. I can't ask for what I want. I can't ask for what I need. My needs will never be met. I can't pursue my dreams because I may fail or I'll probably fail or I could fail. It's too late to pursue my dreams. You know, I should be somewhere else by now and it's too late to lose the weight, to start the business, to travel the world, to leave a marriage, to have children. You know, it's too late. I can't do it. And I'm really going to recommend that if any of these beliefs resonate with you, to really look at them. It'll benefit you to write it down because I'm going to take you through, um, you know, how we can start to dismantle that and also give you an opportunity for a beautiful mini program I have called Clearing the Path. I'll put the link in the show notes and it is a beautiful training that has helped hundreds of seekers. I've got endless words of, of appreciation and testimonials for clearing the path. It's a beautiful, um, full training on exactly how 
how to pinpoint limiting beliefs and blocks and exactly how to clear them. So I'm going to go into that a bit today, but if you're looking to do more on your own, you're looking to take this up a notch. If this is really resonating with you, I really recommend just check out clearing the path and the link is in the show notes. So we're going to do that today. We're going to look at these beliefs and really look at how we can switch them. So that is a limiting belief, right? And if we believe this for long enough, it becomes a subconscious block. It it becomes, it becomes something we believe on autopilot. So I'm just going to tell you a really quick story. I had a friend that in our 20s, she got into a relationship with um, a man that it ended up being very toxic. He was very abusive and it was really unhealthy. Before she went into the relationship, she always in my mind was bouncy and confident and, you know, she she really, you know, was an average person, no real self-esteem issues, no massive limiting beliefs about love or about anything. She was just kind of beautiful, going with the flow. But in this relationship, it really did a number on her. And maybe you can relate. Maybe you've been in a position like this or know someone who has. And a few years into the relationship, she her confidence really started dwindling. It was maybe I'm not even strong enough to get out of this relationship. You know, I could never do that. She would try and it just, you know, he would manipulate her into staying. And she started to believe maybe I can't even get out of this relationship. And as more time went on, it was maybe I'm not even worthy of anything better. Maybe this is all I'm worthy of because he had degraded her so much and, you know, said so many mean, hurtful things over the years that she started to believe it. She started to believe that maybe she wasn't even worthy of a healthy relationship. And then as more time went on, she started to believe that maybe there was actually no good men out there. So this was a belief that just started with whatever it was he was saying to her. And it started probably for a couple of years. She didn't believe it. She just thought he was kind of grumpy or sometimes he freaks out or, you know, he's got anger issues. But over time, it really got in, which is what happens with us. I was bullied several times when I was younger. The first few times it didn't get in. But after that, it did get in, right? That happens. So she went on and eventually ended up leaving the relationship, which was incredible to see her do. Um, But after that, she kept attracting people who would treat her in a similar way. And it was because she really started believing that there were no good men out there. That was her first real experience in a longer relationship. And she just believed that there was no good men. So every time she'd go out on a date or get into a relationship, the same things would happen over and over. And thankfully she ended up rewiring her belief, getting help and really healing that belief so that she could, you know, reactivate her worth. But it, she kept on attracting these relationships before she, you know, did that work and had that realization. And this is because We start out with something that is taught to us in some way or another. We believe it, you know, it gets into us eventually. And then we kind of go like, well, maybe I could find a guy that's really nice. And then no, no, no. And there's this back and forth. And then pretty soon we don't even entertain the positive side of it. We just believe that we're unworthy. We just believe that there's no good men out there. 
And then as she's going out on dates and as she's going you know, into new relationships, it keeps on happening. So of course, she's going to believe it more and more, right? But it's not until we start rewiring those beliefs that we can start experiencing something brand new. And so before she started experiencing brand new and rewiring, she would have friends that would say, you know, one of our friends would say, I have this great friend. He's so nice. I know he would love you. You guys would get along great. You both like this band or whatever. And, you know, I'd love to set you up without even thinking about it she would start kind of going either like uh you know I bet he's not that nice I bet it's a it's a facade he's probably just pretending he's nice when really he's controlling or something or she would believe like I bet he is nice but he wouldn't go for me so I'm not even gonna go out on the date because he's gonna see me I'm battered I'm broken I'm weak and why would that ever attract somebody so you see how something goes from something you hear, a way we're influenced, into being a belief, into being something so deep that we don't even realize we've been sucked into the lie anymore. So for my friend, I'm really grateful to say she's on the other side, she's in a healthy relationship now, you know, we've worked together, she's gotten lots of help and, and rewired these beliefs, but that's how it goes. We are taught something, we believe something, and after enough time, it actually becomes a subconscious block that we're no longer aware of. It becomes a blind spot. So as I'm going through these beliefs, when I'm saying these things, like I'm too weak or I'm not smart enough, if there's something that sticks out to you, note it, write it down or something so that we can start to do the work to dissolve the block. And the first step to dissolving the blocks, this is the way that I coach and I teach um, because it works for me and it's been working for my clients for years, is the very first thing I do is I need to witness what the belief is, right? So that's why I'm saying write it down or note it. Like, yeah, a really strong one that I'm dealing with right now is I'm not smart enough or I'm ugly or who am I to be successful, right? So we write down or you know, make sure to note the one that really sticks out to you in this current situation. And we have many limiting beliefs, but just pick the one that feels like it's got the most hold on your life. And we ask, is this ultimately true? Is there a sign in the sky? Is there an ultimate cosmic truth that makes this without a shadow of a doubt, true? Is it ultimately true? So if we say I'm not good enough, is there a sign in the sky? Is there God or universe shining down saying you are officially not good enough, right? No, of course not. If you're looking to start a business and you're feeling it's too hard, I'll never figure it out. Is that ultimately true? Do you know you'll never figure it out? Has no one ever figured it out before? Has, has it, is it officially undoable, right? No, of course not. If you are saying, you know, there's no good men out there, is that ultimately true, right? Can you think of one good man that's out there? A dad, a brother, a friend, a cousin, a bestie, you know, are there any great men out there at all? Obviously there are, right? So we start to dismantle these beliefs and, you know, there, sometimes it can be you gotta really work with yourself because if you have a belief around money saying that money is so hard to make and you go, is that ultimately true? It's easy to say, well, yeah, that's been my experience. It is true, but is it ultimately true? Does everybody ever that's ever lived 
feel that money's hard to make? Has everyone had a struggle with money? Has, has there been nobody ever that has made money easily? Has there been nobody ever that has made money without struggle? Have you ever made money without struggle? Have you ever got a birthday check, an unexpected bonus, a tax return, a notification that you've overpaid on a bill, or a random reimbursement, right? Have you ever had that happen? Well, probably. So money doesn't actually always have to be hard to make. That's something that is not ultimately true. So that's the first step is, is this ultimately true? I like to say that the problem isn't that you have limiting beliefs, the problem is that you believe them. So when you start to ask yourself, is this ultimately true? You will start to realize that the things you believe are not ultimately true. They have been placed in you, you have believed them for so long that they feel true, but they're not ultimately true. So that's the very first thing to ask yourself. Okay, so the next step is to honor. So I honor my frustration. I honor, and this is where you pick one area of life that you're feeling blocked. You identify what is the funk getting in the way. So say you are wanting to make more money and you identify the funk that's in your way, which is I never have enough. It feels really hard to make. Um, no matter how much I make, something always comes that I need to spend it on. I can never get ahead. So we identify these limiting beliefs. We ask, are they ultimately true? Do they have to be true? I feel like I never have enough. Well, is that ultimately true? Or do you, have you actually had enough even just to get by, right? Have you been able to pay your bills? Have you been able to feed yourself or your family? Have you ultimately had enough? doesn't mean you can't have more, but I'm just, we're dismantling these limiting beliefs, right? Or if the belief is no matter how much I make, I always have something to spend it on. Does that have to be ultimately true? Do I have to spend all the money that I make? Is it always going to be the way that even if I made $10,000, is there going to be always a $10,000 thing that I need to, you know, put out or spend money on? Well, no, it doesn't have to be ultimately true, right? So we dismantle those beliefs and then we honor it. So I honor the fact that I feel like I never have enough. I honor my frustration and I honor my struggle. And that's really all you have to do. You can write it out. You can say it to yourself. Um, that's all you have to do to do with honoring is just, I honor the fact that I feel stuck. Because often we don't even take a time to pause and, and reflect and be with our own emotions. We just want to bust through it. We just want to glaze over. We just want to find a bypass, right? But I honor my frustration. I honor that I feel stuck. And then the next step is to declare the release. So I am ready to release the beliefs that are holding me back. I am ready to release the belief that there is never enough. I am willing and ready to take on new beliefs. I welcome all loving guidance and support from my guides and angels from the universe for this release. I am ready to release it. I declare the release. This is so powerful. Once you decide to release, the universe gets to work, giving you the things that you need to release. I am ready, right? So the step four is declare the release. And then step five, which is so beautiful, is pick a story that's more true. So when, if we're wanting to call an income and it feels like we never have enough, 
Let's pick a story that's more true. Okay. What's a more true story than I never have enough is I've always had enough. I've always figured it out. Somehow, some way, I haven't been homeless yet. I have people that I could borrow money from if I needed to. I still have a roof over my head. I still have food in the fridge. I have always had enough. It has always worked out. I always find a way. I'm learning each day more and more about manifestation and how I can create more. I feel intuitively like I'm headed in the right direction. And if I keep practicing my vibration and mastering law of attraction, I have faith that I will have more than enough for the rest of my life. So that could be a story that's more true. Another story, if one of the funks that we identified, one of the limiting belief was how no matter how much I make, I always have something to spend it on. A story that's more true could be, although it feels like whenever I make money, there's something to spend it on. I'm grateful that as those things pop up, I have had enough to be able to spend it. So when we pick a story that's more true, we aren't pretending that the limiting belief isn't there. We're actually just picking a new way. So I used to have a really reoccurring story about being unsupported. I'm alone in this, I'm unsupported. So when I started doing this work, I picked a story that was more true. That is, wow, although I've always felt unsupported, when I look around, I have got some really good people supporting me. I have a best friend that always has my back. I have a husband, I have parents that do support me, um, that believe in me. And more than that, I have an entire universe that has my back. I have guides, angels, ancestors, and energy that has my back. I have an entire cosmic force that is working for me. I am supported. So that's, that's the way in which we start to choose a story that is more true. So one more example, if the story was there's no good men out there, a story that is more true could be there are good men out there. Even though my relationships have been a little bit rocky, I am committed to attracting really good men into my life. There are good men out there. My dad's great, or my friends are great. Um, you know, my, my boyfriend's great, or my best friend's boyfriend's great. Like, pull from anything that you can to find a story that's more true than there are no good men out there. And the next step to this is starting to vibe with that new story, starting to live it, breathe it, bring it in, feel the emotions, write it on post-it notes, put alarms on your phone, journal about it, reinstill this new belief. So something I'll do when I'm really wanting to deconstruct an old belief and activate a new one is I will write in my journal all about that new story. So if I have a new story about it's always working out for me, I always find a way somehow there it has been enough. I have figured it out. I will write about that for as many pages as I can. I'll just write and write and write all about that new story, all about why it's true, how I've experienced this, different examples. And that right there cuts your belief down. It cuts it 
and it gives it no, like, and it takes away its legs to stand on. It takes away its power. It takes away its truth because you get to really see that there is a story out there that is more true. When I was wanting to um, restore my body, I'll say, after having a baby, I started having these thoughts of like, oh, well, three children, you know, <laughs> you can't get your body back because so many people say that. And I decided that's just way too small thinking for me. By this point, I am not available for those kinds of stories. So what I did is I picked a story that was more true. Even though I've had three babies, I know that my body's healthy. I know that I love exercise. I know that it's going to get back to its healthiest state. Note, it's not a weight, it's not a size. It's just, for me, it's my healthiest state. And I know that you know, as I treat my body with love and honor it and drink lots of water and continue eating lots of great plants, going on walks, just getting out, doing the things I like, I know that my body will find its natural rhythm and its natural weight, its natural place. And I don't care. I don't care if I'm 120 pounds or a size 10. Like, I don't care. What I care about is being healthy. So instead of going, you'll never have your body back, three children, you just can't, into, no, there is a way. There is a way to have a healthy body and it will respond to the loving things I give to it. And over time, I will give it love and positive talk and lots of good water and all those things I mentioned, and it will find its beautiful, healthy place. I also know that law of attraction is so fucking real and so fucking potent that if I really wanted to go for a goal, if I really wanted to lose 10 pounds or whatever, I know that I can attract it because I have before. And so this is me, right? This was my belief. This is where I was at and what felt right to me is I've changed my weight and my body before with my thoughts alone. I've done this. I know I can do it. I've taught people how to do it. I've had clients lose 60 pounds doing my method. This works. I know it does. So not only am I not attached to a weight, I know that it will find its natural, beautiful place that I am worthy. I am enough. My body is beautiful and capable and it's headed, you know, only in the best direction of health and wholeness. I also know that if I really wanted to, I know how law of attraction works <laughs> and I know that I could put tools into place to create whatever it is that I want. So that to me is a story that is much more true than you can't have your body, right? Does that make sense? So I hope that you see here how to rearrange your beliefs. And overall, it's very, very important for us to make sure our beliefs are in line with what it is that we want. And if you're still having a hard time pinpointing what maybe could be holding you back, I want to ask you one question. In regards to your goals, and what it is that you want and the things that you're not experiencing the results. So just think of one thing. It might be finances, body, freedom, relationships. To do with that area of life, what is your biggest frustration? <laughs> and if you were to ask me that, say about finances, when I was in the middle of struggle, I would say, fuck, <laughs> there's never enough money. I'm always back here. I'm always just more in debt. Um, I can never get ahead, right? I would have all the things to say to you. And those were the beliefs that were holding me back. And again, it feels true. 
It feels true because that situation has been created. But what do we want to focus on? What do we want to create in the future? If we know that law of attraction is responding to our beliefs, what do we want to project into the future, right? So I ask you that. In the area that you are struggling with, what's going on? What's your biggest frustration? And if you say, ah, I just can never lose the weight. I can't do it. Then there you go. Your limiting belief is I can't do it. So we honor that and we say, I honor my frustration. It's been quite the journey and I just honor where I'm at. And then the next step is to pick a belief that is more true, right? So this is where we go. Even though I feel like I've never been able to do it before, there are endless resources possible. I know there are people that have lost weight that have been in this position. I know that weight loss is physically possible. There must be a way. I know that there are resources out there. There are books, there are mentors, there are friends I could talk to about it. There are materials that will help me. There's healing modalities that could help me as I continue to expand my energy and get aligned and believe and open up to possibilities. I know that more possibilities will arise and resources will come into my experience. I believe that there is a way. I am open, I am willing, and I can get there. That desire was placed in my heart for a reason. I can see the body I want in my mind's eye and there must be a way to get there. If I stay on the path, if I stay open, if I keep seeing these beliefs and doing the work and keep listening to Talia's podcast, (laughs) um, I believe that I can get there. There must be a way, right? That is a much more empowering belief. So I hope that this has been really beneficial for you and really allowed you to see possibly what could be blocking you and how to dissolve that block. And as I mentioned, if you're looking to go the extra mile, if you're serious about this and you really want to take this up another notch, check out the show notes for the Clearing the Path training. I've put it on sale just for you because I really want this to be manageable for you, to be doable. And I know that in this training, you will experience such substantial shifts. I have seen my clients and the members of the Awakening Academy, which is my membership space, I have seen them make insane changes by applying and using the clearing the path training so that is there for you in the show notes if you're interested i really hope that this served you today i hope that you got a lot out of this episode and if you did get a lot out of the episode make sure to hit me up on itunes leave a review leave a comment i love 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 seeing and hearing about your results. Reach out to me on Facebook. You can look up Talia Joy Manifestation and find me. Let me know how this served you because I love hearing your success stories. I love connecting with you and being part of your real-time journey. So I will see you in the next episode where we are discussing the next pillar of awakened manifestation. Have a fantastic day. Bye. Hey love, I hope today's episode resonated deep with you. If you loved what you heard today, let me know on Facebook or Instagram at 
Talia Joy manifestation. I love seeing the screenshots of you guys listening to the show as well as your big takeaways. For real, come hang out. I am so excited to expand my tribe and connect with you always. So until the next episode, sending you so much love and light. You are rocking it. You're exactly what the world needs.